Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 23 of Marriage Therapy Radio. I'm Zach Riddle. I'm here with Laura Heck. Today, we're talking about emotional intelligence. This is a topic that fascinates me. I've spent a lot of time thinking about it and trying to work with couples around developing their own emotional intelligence, and Laura has some great ideas, and I hope you'll stick with us. Hey, what's happening? (laughs) I'm all wound up. All of that technology just getting to this point now has me so frustrated. I have a problem. We're in uncharted territory today. We usually are able to look at each other through our phones, but today, because Laura can't figure out technology, we (laughs) are not able to do that. I'm so frustrated. I'm just going to own it. I'm going to own it that I have issues with technology. I, I literally couldn't get headphones to work, could not get my internet to work so that I could see you. And then everything was dying, which is a story that many who know and love me know that that's what, what I just, I don't plug anything in. And so everything's at 2%, 100% of the time. Anyway, I'm over it. How, how are you? I am, I'm good. I'm good. It's April. I mean, it's not quite April, but I'm, I'm so, it's I mean, not. today is not April, but by the time anybody listens to this, it'll be April. And I mm-hmm. like April a lot. April is like, all right, here we go. We're doing this. So it's spring. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm also excited. I'm looking forward to having, we're going to be hosting at our house, our family reunion. It's my mother's side family reunion. And I love my mom's family. I think that they're all crazy and fun and beer drinking, cursing type of people. And I'm down with that. So I'm just really excited to, to get down. Cool. Yeah. What are you doing? Do you have anything special going on this month? Uh... No, no, we kind of kick into special starting in about May. Uh, we have a couple of trips that we take, but um, April is basically soccer tournaments and uh, the my other daughter, Abby, has her play that's opening up. So we'll stay busy with kind of around here stuff, but we don't, cool. we don't really do anything fancy, fancy. Yeah. Do you think it's too soon to have Holden, my three-year-old, start soccer lessons? And it doesn't matter yes. if you say yes, because we already signed him up. So... Okay. Why, why would it be too soon? 
Well, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I actually believe what I just said. I mean, I probably had, I just think it's, you got to follow the kid, right? I mean, if the kid wants to play, the kid plays. Mm-hmm. If the kid doesn't want to play, I think our only job right now is to, is to drive, just drive the car. And, uh, if, and, and that just means we kind of have to follow their lead. I think if you forced him to play soccer and he didn't want to, or you were mm-hmm. trying to create a little like uh, Lionel Messi at three, then maybe yeah. that's something. But I think if he's into it, great. I definitely don't force him to play or want to play soccer or want to ride his bike. But I, I'm now feeling a little bit guilty about forcing him to vacuum and uh, fold laundry and do kitty litter and just basically be my child slave. So yeah, I, I feel a tiny bit guilty about that. I mm. tell you what, though, the alternative is not uh, the alternative is not any better where they don't do anything, um, mm-hmm. and you have to like bribe or negotiate with them to get to get them to fold their clothes or to pull some weeds in the front yard or whatever. So, <laughs> all right. So, what are we talking about today? What uh, what is what are we going to impart knowledge about, or no knowledge at all, do but you- just talk talk about it. Do you know that I've never once heard Kim Kardashian's voice? How have you made it through life without hearing Kim Kardashian? Do you know we were just talking about Brene Brown? You're not confusing the two. I know that Brene Brown and Kim Kardashian are not the same person. Do you think they are? No, I know they're not. But I've also never heard Brene Brown's voice either. Okay. Well, they're not the same voice. Why Why did I bring that up? Yeah. Because today we're talking about emotional intelligence. <laughs> and what does Kim Kardashian have to do with it? Nothing. Not a not a thing. They're not even <laughs> in the same world. <laughs> but no, Brene, I want to go out of Brene my way. Brown does. She does. Yeah, have sure. A lot to I'm, do I'm sure topic. she. I'm sure she does. I've read some of her like memes. I, I see her memes on the on Facebook and stuff. Oh, Zach. Hey, um, I'm going to dedicate today's podcast to the Hoodie Twins. Um, what are th- they are? They are clients of mine, and they know that it's happening because um, it's actually one of the hoodie twins that uh, has been inspiring me to think about emotional intelligence. So um, oh. I just want to give a shout out to those guys and say, you're welcome. Here, here goes. Mm, you're welcome. Let me ask you a question. Have we mentioned before about the death of your welcome? I think you and I have talked about it. But nobody says you're welcome anymore. They say, certainly, or no problem. Yeah. Don't mention it. Yeah, I read this weird article about it, but. I'm gonna let's bring it back. You're welcome. Well, uh, and the rock. And the rock. That's right. From Moana. You're welcome. Yeah. Um. So tell me about emotional intelligence. Oh, I was gonna ask you to tell me about emotional intelligence because I know you just finished the book. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be honest. For those of you who are really interested in Daniel Goldman's concept of emotional intelligence, the first book that came out. I think it was good. It was sort of like breaking the ground when it came to emotional intelligence. And then a lot has been done since then. And then I thought, oh, you know what? I'm going to read Emotional Intelligence 2.0 and I'm going to be even smarter. And And when I say read, I take content in a lot of different ways. So I actually listened to it and I was sorely disappointed, maybe because I was already up on it and it was just a review but I think of 2.0s as being an, like a, taking it to the next level, and it just wasn't. And that was a little bit of a bummer. But um, emotional intelligence, I have done probably more work in the business world, in the corporate world, of helping, helping um, employees to become more emotionally intelligent. And that's been more of where my brain goes rather than with couples, even though I'm a couples therapist. 
Um, but I think that emotional intelligence is one of those skills that we should be teaching our children right along with, you know, how to tell time and how to count money. And emotional intelligence needs to be just one of those next things. And I really do think that the world is catching up to this idea of the importance of it as a skill. And it's not a soft skill. It's a hard skill that we need to have in order to survive in this world and have a leg up on the competition and how to have successful relationships. Um, and so that's that's where I'm at when it comes to emotional intelligence. How about you? Yeah, I think for me, it's, um, it's a few things. One, as you were talking right now, I was thinking about how we do right now, we live in a world that that isn't really championing the cause of emotional intelligence. I mean, we live in a world that is increasingly black and white and where there's not a lot of really great models of thoughtful engagement with disagreement or with discomfort. And so that that's that just occurred to me as you were talking. But I think the reason mm-hmm. that it's become top of mind for me is I'm increasingly aware in my practice that in order for couples to achieve any kind of health or any kind of um, repair in their relationship, it really does require two people who are committed to bringing their sort of their best to the table. And I like emotional intelligence as a model. I mean, in part because it says, it suggests that it doesn't really matter how smart you are or how much you know or how good you are with words. It really matters. Um, There's sort of these four skills that are involved and they're not hard to remember. One is um, awareness of yourself, of your emotions that are inside your own body. Second mm-hmm. one is awareness of emotions that are inside uh, your partner's body or the other's body, what's going on for mm-hmm. them. The mm-hmm. third thing is um, being able to sort of manage your own emotions, so self-management. And then the last thing is um, relationship management, being able to manage relationships appropriately with, um, in this context, your your partner, your spouse. And yeah. I think that there's a... Um, I think that there's a really important uh, for people who really are interested in achieving a, a, a mature relationship. They have to be committed to all f- to growing skills in all four of those areas, and so mm-hmm. that's where I think it's. Um, your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's really important as as individuals to to sort of figure out where your strengths and weaknesses are, and it's I think it's also really important as therapists to be able to understand how to help people develop 
develop that stuff up and and to be able to model it effectively in in the room, mm-hmm. but also in in mm-hmm. the world. So, mm-hmm. you know, as you were talking, I I'm reminded of a couple, and they are incredibly interested in being emotionally intelligent. They came to me with all of the language skills, I, the the words, the vocabulary that they're using to talk about their triggers and being very self aware. It was really interesting to me because it was almost as if I was I was speaking to a professor because of the mm-hmm. amount of language skills that they had to describe, and both of them are incredibly self aware and and they're both pretty aware of each other's emotions. But what they're doing is they're they're really struggling with the management process, the management mm-hmm. of okay now that I know what's happening in my body and I know I know by looking at my partner what's happening to them. Now, what do we do? And that's the piece that they're just really struggling in is like, how do I manage these emotions? How do I move forward when both of us know clearly that we're activated or that we're emotionally flooded? How do we take that next step in order to be able to manage ourselves and manage our process? And that's something that I find is a struggle because they are so hyper aware and want it so bad which is not a bad mm-hmm. thing. I, I'm very, very lucky to have clients that want to succeed in that way. Well, I think for me, like if I'm talking, uh, it's funny because the Hoodie twins, their their thing is not necessarily management. It's really awareness, like just a, a mm. lack of clarity about what am I, what exactly am I feeling right now? Um, yeah. And so, you know, you do have to find the combination of the both. I, I've been talking a lot lately with couples about testing. And what I mean by that is like, you have an experience of another and it creates an emotion for you or it creates uh, you know, a ex- uh, uh, belief about the other. And you have to test that belief and you have to test that emotion. Um, so an example is I had a, a, a woman say to her husband, I don't understand how that works. That doesn't make any sense to me. And mm-hmm. I said, hold on one second. I said, are you aware? Do you know whether or not you said, well, I don't understand how that works. Like that's, that's stupid. That doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. Or if you think you said, well, hold on, I don't, I don't know if I understand how that works. Like, could you help me understand mm-hmm. that? Cause it doesn't, doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. And, and then I asked him as well, like, what did, which one did you hear or what else did right. you hear? And there was right. this, um, and they were not aligned. They, they didn't, she thought she said one thing and he definitely heard something else, which means they were sure. not, um, they weren't managing in a way that themselves and the other in a way that was going to be productive. So mm. I think you really have to kind of test test the phrase, even if you have to say, hang on a second, I'm not sure if you just said, oh, I don't understand what the hell are you talking about? Or if you said, right. I don't understand, can you help me understand? Because that was going to yes. direct the next thing. So in terms of your couple that really wants it, I'm talking yeah. about test. I, I think I'd go to testing a little bit. Mm-hmm. I I recently had a couple that that had basically had the same experience where I, I call it filters. They're, the filters in which they were hearing their partner were so skewed and tinted or tainted, whatever, however you want to say it, that whatever their partner was saying, they weren't hearing them in in the way in mm-hmm. which their partner thought they were saying. And they literally asked, they said, do you think we should film our fights and play them back? <laughs> and what do you think I said? What would you have said if this couple just came to you? They're in like session number one. And they said, you know, we've been thinking maybe we should just film our fights so that we can can become more aware of what's going on. 
what would you yeah, do? I think I think that's a I think it's a fine. I think it's a great idea, and I think it will blow I'm your s- mind what you see. I am so <laughs> you know? glad that you said that because I said the opposite. I literally was like, "Oh hell no, do not do that." And um, you know what? I'm probably not giving you enough information, but the reason why I said don't do that is because they wanted to point fingers at the other person and they really mm. wanted to like manage the other person's awareness yeah. and say, you're no. not aware of this. And and that's where I wanted to stop it. And But I did tell them that's a tool that sometimes couples therapists will, will use. We will sometimes film their clients in our, in our office and then play it back to them just so that they can start to strengthen their own self-awareness of what's actually coming out of their mouth or how, how did, what is their body language telling them or you see that point right there where your your temple starts to pulse? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's when I know you're really upset. Well, and the reason I say go ahead and film it, but I would also caveat and be like, but you don't get to care about the other person. You All you get to mm-hmm. do is pay attention to your own stuff because sure. I love that within the context of emotional intelligence, the, the two primary skills as they're paired, they, mm-hmm. it begins with self, right? Like self-management, right. it becomes before, uh, I'm sorry, self-awareness comes before other awareness. And self-management yeah. becomes before relationship management. And mm-hmm. um, and I think people go, well, I don't really know. I, I never learned how to do this. Stuff. And so, you know, you know, I make them watch um, that movie, that Pixar movie, Inside Out, um, mm-hmm. where that little yeah. girl has all those little creatures that live in their head and they're all colored differently. So like green is happy and blue is sad and red is angry. I think there's disgust and fear maybe. Um, yeah. But I think that that's an interesting way to think about your emotions, particularly if you take like, Anger, which is an emotion we see a lot in our office and say, okay, anger is red, but red is also pink and rouge and blood and crimson and scarlet Mm -hmm. and lots of different variations. And so sometimes your anger, it's, it feels initially like uh, rage perhaps, but, but you have to test it, right? And just see if, um, am I really just sad or am I, am I, uh, you know, am I upset or am I troubled? Like there's, there's nuances to it. And I think if you Mm -hmm. can find the nuances to your emotion um, using language, using colors, using voca- like literal vocabulary, sure. uh, right. a, a thesaurus either. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Here's a joke for you. Ready? I got a new thesaurus the other day and it's worthless. I mean, not only is it terrible, it's also terrible. It's also terrible? Yeah, Zach- not only is it terrible, it's also terrible <laughs> because <laughs> it's a useless thesaurus. <laughs> See, you like it. you're laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing because that was such a bad joke. Oh, <laughs> really blew it. Okay, so the thing that I like about what what you just described is get, uh, putting language to describe your emotions, and that can be such a really tough thing because you know prior to getting on the podcast, we were talking about emotional intelligence, and you said this is why I think women, and maybe I quoted you wrong or misheard you, this is why I think women are better at emotional intelligence. And I said, I don't think that's true at all. Um, I I think that, uh, and I, gosh, I wish I had the research that that actually described, because we do have research of, of people who have taken emotional intelligence tests. Um, we have sort of a gender divide, but and we can see where where they score. But I think where we fall down is that women in general have more um, time on this planet using our language skills to describe our emotions. I just think that we are culturally raised in a way where we talk about our emotions a whole lot more than men do. 
And of course, this is a generalization, but if we're going to talk about self-awareness, one of those things is being able to recognize what's happening for ourselves and then be able to describe what's happening using language. And I love the idea of saying, you know what, if you aren't sure if what you're feeling is fear or resentment, then let's let's use some other way to talk about it. Let's talk about the spectrum of colors. We all know a whole lot of colors. Maybe we don't, but you seem to know a lot of shades of red. Um, but well, I mean, I you like- just buy a box of crayons, right? Just go buy a box of 64 crayons and start to mess around mm-hmm. with that. And, it, and, and so, sort of that's a joke, but it's not, right? I mean, even a thesaurus, for real, you could like go, hey, I wonder if there's a better word for what's happening for me. And I think yeah. that... Um, I do think women have been socialized relationally more than men. I mean, that's that's just part of the sort of the natural, uh, you know, we talked a little bit ago about sort of traditional roles. I think that's changing quite a bit. But mm-hmm. men also have been socialized to go, well, I don't know how to express my emotions and I'm, I'm not that good at it. And, you know, real men don't eat quiche or real, real men don't cry or whatever. You know, I, mean, I think there's a, there is a cultural leaning, but I think mm-hmm. you're right. I mean, it, there's, it's, it, it almost doesn't matter because these aren't skills that you that you have innately or you don't. They're skills that you can learn right. um, and skills you can and improve. develop if, if, you, if you care, yeah. If you care. And that's the thing that I really love about uh, it when working sort of in the corporate environment is that your IQ is pretty set. You can read a few good books and, and take some good classes and go to the best schooling and education. But when it comes down to your IQ, it's really pretty much unchanging. However, your EQ, your emotional intelligence, can grow exponentially if you devote the time to developing that self-awareness and the self-management and social awareness and relationship management and really make that uh, priority. Um, something that we I did want to mention is maybe the importance of why this is so important. And there's a statistic that Dr. Gottman had talked about that he really believes that emotionally intelligent husbands are the key to lasting marriages. And I think that that's a really powerful tidbit um, talking about how powerful men can be in the health of her and, and the longevity of a relationship when it comes to emotional intelligence and why, it sh- why this should be something that men should be paying attention to. And we kind of talked a little bit about why, why that might be the case. So if you're a man, and you want to improve your relationship and mm-hmm. you're not quite sure how to do it, maybe what you're saying is investing in emotional intelligence skills is a pathway toward a healthy, lasting, you know, sort of happy relationship. Help yeah. Manage. Yeah, absolutely. And I've always thought that, and maybe we'll develop this at some point, but if, if, if you have someone like Dr. John Gottman, the guru of couples therapy saying that, realistically that the key is really a male's emotional intelligence and there should be workshops classes programs out there specifically geared toward developing emotional intelligence for men and maybe we'll develop it someday i don't know maybe right. we will maybe we will or maybe maybe the hoodie twins will will want to be our first uh, our first uh, guinea pigs perfect sounds good well why don't we wrap this up cuz we always like to be brief and uh and provide some kind of information. So yeah, no, let's wrap it up. I, uh, this has been a good discussion and I hope mm-hmm. it's been uh, helpful to you to be thinking about where do you have strengths and weaknesses in some of these categories, whether it's self-awareness or other awareness or self-management or other management and where do you need to grow? Because I really do think that marriages need two people 
who are interested in developing these these skills and strengths. So, yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, Zach, until next time. Until next time. Take care. Hey, thanks so much for listening to episode 23 about emotional intelligence. I wanted to give you a tip. Um, One thing that I have done when I have been interested in something in particular, maybe developing it for myself um, or learning more about it, I have gone on to social media, specifically to LinkedIn, and I have started to follow some of the godfathers um, in that specific area. So if you are wanting to learn more about emotional intelligence or have that on the forefront and constantly be reminded by having articles come through on your social media, um, a couple of people you want to follow is going to be Daniel Goldman. Um, He wrote the original book on emotional intelligence and then Travis Bradley followed up with the 2.0 version. I know for sure that Travis Bradley and, and Talent Smart is putting out tons of content and I'm seeing it come across. And it's one way that I am just constantly refreshing and building my awareness of social um, cues and awareness and my emotional intelligence. So that's your tip for the day. As always, I wanted to thank you for your time and your attention, all about making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.